0: Hello
1: and welcome to the good, the bad, and the neutral, the show where we bring you really mildly traumatizing flashbacks from your childhood. On Wednesdays, we wear pink.
0: (laughs) On Wednesdays, we wear pink!
1: Hello and welcome to the good, the bad, and the neutral, the show where we discuss and debate the D&D alignments of fictional characters. My name is Avery.
0: My name is Jack, and Entities of Interest, today we have some fun times for you, as you may have guessed. We are talking about Mean Girls.
1: Uh, If I am diligent, which I need to be, uh, today will be October 4th, which means that yesterday was October 3rd, which is Mean Girls Day. It's true. And as someone who grew up in sort of the, the neighborhood area that Mean Girls represents, I found it important to represent we're representing today. So we're talking about Mean Girls. As you guys might know, we already did Regina George, For so sure. she's not going to be here. Um if you want to see watch listen if you want to listen to that episode, it is on our website. It's on our Spotify.
0: Yeah. They're they're titled by who they're, who we're talking about. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, first and foremost, we're starting with the obvious. We're gonna talk about Lindsay Lohan's Katie.
1: Yeah. Uh, so for those of you that aren't familiar with Mean Girls, you really should watch it. Uh, I don't know how like memed it is outside of my neighborhood, but it is uh, it's a fun movie. Moderately well memed. I feel like that's true. I don't know anymore, um, listeners. You should tell me if you know this movie, um, and if you watch this movie after we talk about it. Uh, so basically, uh, Katie is sort of like like she was. Her parents were doing a thing in Africa. And she comes back from Africa. I don't know if they ever specify the country, I don't remember. Uh and they probably do. Uh, but then she has to sort of navigate and reintegrate into quote unquote girl world, which is the complex ins and outs of high school girl relationships. Um, she falls in with quote unquote the plastics, which are like which are the aforementioned mean girls. Um, slowly like melts into their like orbit and then realizes that she has become a mean girl and uh, dedicates herself to math. Um,
0: As we all should.
1: No. (laughs) Uh, She... It's very, like, typical, like, arc of a rom-com character of that era where she, you know, falls in with the wrong crowd, starts to become very bitchy, um, and then realizes that and then changes gears and then there's prom. Yes,
0: and then there's prom. Um, so I'm gonna... It actually might be Homecoming, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I'm gonna start this one with a hot take. I think she's chaotic. Show your work! Okay, so, in my experience, people who are chaotic evil get there because they sort of morph to fit their the uh, the morality that's of that uh in the absence of um in the absence of a direct sort of line f- through from their morality to their actions they kind of have to guide themselves through the morality of the f- the crowd that they find themselves in. and as we have discussed numerous times in the past your morality is based on your actions and not your intentions katie might think she's a nice person the movie is from her perspective uh and she does try her best to do good but it's never specified and in times it is at uh that it is uh, very blatantly obvious that she is more concerned with with her plans and fitting in and being, uh, uh, you know, being popular and being liked than she is with being a good person, being nice. And in her defense, all of us were like that in high school. That's just how it is being in high school. It's a nightmare. Um, but I do want to point out that it is part of the drama of the movie is how easy it is for her to slide into being a terrible person. Uh, and that doesn't happen to people who have a moral code or who have like a Strong sense of of what is right and wrong, um, and it definitely helps that she's never been in this environment before. She doesn't know what it's like to be like manipulated and 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 teased into being a, a, a high schooler, basically. But she is still like again, her her defense does not come up to the fact that she still does these things. She is still you know being rude and being mean and being you know a jerk. And catatypical might be a stretch. She didn't physically hurt anybody. Um,
1: well, we always have to measure morality within the Context of the context of behavior in the story.
0: Yeah. Um, so I think I've made my point. Why don't you tear it to pieces? Well,
1: I, I do think chaotic is definitely right. I think the breaking of the crown at the end of the movie is like like a deeply chaotic move of just like, this symbol of order means nothing. Let's break it. Yeah. Um, I do think she's chaotic neutral. And the reason I think she's chaotic neutral is... A couple of reasons. The first is that, like, her motivations are always, like you said, to be liked and to fit in, but ultimately she decides that, like, she would not- like, there are lines she won't cross in order to get to that point, um, which is not, uh, an evil thing, I think, because- And, like, it can be, but not in this context, I think, because the things- the lines that she won't cross are, like, you know, like, to really betray the people that she cares about or to, um you know do real actual terrible crimes or But she
0: does genuinely hurt the people that she cares about and she doesn't knowing that what she's doing will hurt them and and without seemingly any remorse like uh um, i've got sorry you you were no it's ahead. okay go ahead so she throws a house party uh the night of her friend janice's art exhibit and uses the uh she dodges the art show so that she can hang out with her crush uh and then later when her parents are like hey you have to do stuff with her with us she goes oh i'm going to my friend janice's
1: art exit. Yeah and I, I agree with that but I do think that the fact that she does make like a conscious effort to amend those mistakes it, is what highlights them as mistakes rather than like mm. decisions. Like I think she doesn't really think like I like her logic here is not I'm gonna do this because I don't care it's well she's not gonna care that much like it's fine like it's part of the plan like once it like for a while it's very careless um she's not she doesn't have a lot of empathy I feel like for people But the minute that it actually is laid out, like, when she's called out and people, like, straight up tell her, like, you're mean, you've done these terrible things, look at the people you've hurt, she does make an effort to reform. Mm. And that's why I think she ends up in neutral. I think the fact that it's so easy for her to oscillate, like, there's no necessary guarantee that she's, like, proper learned her lesson. That's fair. But she does care about about not doing bad things. She just manages to convince herself a lot that it's like, it's fine, it's fine. And like, but then she realizes that it's wrong and she stops doing
0: it. Okay, all right, yeah, you've changed my mind.
1: I uh, I also want to just bring up again, as a chaotic neutral article, Katie's deeply feral. Yeah. Like, in like the most literal sense, like the way that she understands the world is through this like predator-prey dynamic. And when you understand the world that way, like that chaotic neutrality, like those decisions that she makes that hurt people feel very like... I need to do this to survive. Yeah. Because you're imagining this as life or death when it's not actually that deep.
0: Well, the interesting thing is, in my experience, imagining a situation as life or death and trying to frame it as I need to do this to survive is way more chaotic evil than chaotic neutral. It's, it puts you in a situation where you are capable and willing to do anything to get ahead. Uh, and you are willing to disregard or discard morality for, because survival is the most important thing above all else. Um, it is why my archetypal chaotic, evil character is Nico Bellic from Grand Theft Auto 4 because at a certain point you just have to be like all right I'm a bad person and I don't care anymore
1: it's the caring that I, I know puts her in I chaotic agree neutral
0: I absolutely agree um and I-, I wanted to bring that up but I do still agree with you I do still think
1: I think um for me like the reason that survival is chaotic neutral rather than chaotic evil is that I feel like for me chaotic evil characters don't really care about anything other than doing that harm and getting that like uh and like getting that game but, like, through the harm, you know? Like, chaotic evil is the kind of person that will use the Sith lightning at every opportunity mm. because, like, in addition to being, like, reasonable... Whether or not it's effective, it's fun. Mm. Like, if you, if you were arguing neutral or lawful evil, I wouldn't agree with you because Katie is clearly chaotic. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, like, then you're like, I'm doing this thing to get ahead because it is... I'm willing to do anything to get what I want versus chaotic neutral of I'm just trying to stay afloat. And like, I like not having to worry about this stuff. So I'm just going to like file away that I'm doing bad things. Oh, I caught up with me. Now I got to face it. And yeah. Do better.
0: Okay. Uh, so Katie. Is...
1: Chaotic neutral.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to move on real quick and talk about Gretchen Wiener.
1: Yes. Today. Some for Gretchen Wieners. (laughs) You want to talk about her?
0: Okay. Uh, Gretchen Wieners is the second in command of Regina George. She is the, uh, if if Regina George is alpha, alpha bitch, uh, Gretchen Wieners is definitely the beta bitch.
1: Um, real fast, normally we don't swear in these episodes, uh... It is impossible to talk about this show. to talk about the show without oh this movie without using that word because it's a word that is used regularly through the movie yeah. and like is the most effective descriptor. We're not breaking that code, we're just temporarily bending it for this episode.
0: Yeah um very well put uh and we'll probably put an NSFW tag on this episode anyway (laughs) um so Gretchen is uh the second in command she is uh one of the wealthiest girls in school because her dad invented toaster strudel she is um sort of the knows everything about everyone the gossip queen um and when it comes to being second in command she seems very happy with it at first she's very much uh regular like willing to sort of bend at the knee to uh Regina George and and grant her the power that Regina commands but it's later shown that she is in fact very resentful of this and uh does think that she deserves to be treated better she seems to have very low self-esteem and quite a bit of bad luck is when she's introduced she's being hit in the head with a football
1: <laughs> um I'm gonna go out on a limb here and call her lawful evil sure uh and the reason I think that is because she has a very strong respect for hierarchy um in a really big way and I but like she is very clearly willing to do just about anything to get ahead. Uh, The famous, 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 why-don't-we-just-stab-Caesar speech is implying that, like, the rules of the world are being kind of twisted. Like, it's very, like, why does Caesar get to do this? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, it doesn't vibe with what I understand about the world and the hierarchy. Um, And so for me, it's very like, it's very that. It's very, I, uh, I respect this hierarchy and I want to claw my way to the top of it. I'm going to disagree with you. Really? I think she's lawful neutral. Okay. I think she's damaged lawful neutral. Um, and I will...
0: So Gretchen's defining character trait is her insecurity. She is desperate for attention. She's desperate for people to like her. Um, every time she is shown to be treating someone outside of the thought process of what would uh, Regina want me to think, she is nice to them. She's accommodating to them. Uh, her best friend, Karen, she's very sweet to. Um, they very clearly, like, visibly care about each other. She's even, like, really open. Over- Opening and accepting of Katie when she first joins the group despite the fact that Katie is now a threat to the hierarchy I think she is more loyal to the hierarchy itself and the concept of hierarchy And I think she wants to be on top but more importantly she wants to be accepted And if being accepted means having to be lower on the rung and like less of a target She's willing to bow to that that ideology rather than uh like become the, the 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 target of worse ire than she already is You
1: know that's a really good point um I, she really doesn't like, uh, start to have a problem with the situation until she is being disrespected, despite the fact that she's following all of those rules. Um, she, I think is the most fascinating character here. Uh, she's got a lot of interesting motivations, uh, going on and like her arc is the most interesting, yeah, I think. I agree. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I think that like, yeah, you're right. She respects the hierarchy more than anything else. So yeah. Okay. Okay lawful neutral. Yeah.
0: That might actually be one of the more interesting lawful neutral characters we've done.
1: Yeah, and it's because, you know, it's not about the laws, it's about this sort of the like, the whole point of mean girls that I find deeply fascinating is that there and, and like I think part of this comes from being a trans guy because I was never able to sort of breach this, but there's like an intricate underlying subliminal hierarchy and code to the way that teenage girls and, like, middle school girls and stuff interact with each other, and, like, it doesn't always, it's not always as dramatic as Mean Girls, like, where people are, like, mean to each other, but there is, like, a a lot of stuff that is very, like, coded and underground, and you either know it and you can inhabit it, you don't know it and you are isolated from it, or you deliberately rebel from it, and, like, because of that, like, That's the law, that's the society that Gretchen considers herself a part of, and therefore the law that she respects. It's not simple laws on the books, it's this deep and complicated code. That's a good way of putting it. All right, Gretchen Wieners. Lawful neutral. Do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Speaking of uh, actively rebelling against the hierarchy, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about Janice Ian. All right. So Janice... um, is uh, the f- one of the first queer baiting uh, examples I've ever seen, uh, where she like dresses like a goth and is like ostracized and hangs out with uh, her friend Damien, is too gay to function. Um, you know, there's a lot of homophobia in this uh, movie. A
0: little bit, yeah. I yeah, mean, it's just like what 2004, to yeah. 2005.
1: But um, she absolutely hated Regina George with her entire being, and then basically drafted uh, Katie to sabotage Regina and ruin her. And uh, that's uh, step two, blank step three profit. Yeah. Uh, ultimately ultimately she ends up like being sort of betrayed and backstabbed by Katie as she falls in more with the plastics than with the, like, she's becoming the mask, if you will. Um, And eventually Katie sort of changes her mind and gives uh, Janice a a piece of the dance crown. And she sort of mellows, I guess. It's not really clear how her story ends, but she does mellow out and stop desperately trying to take Regina down. Yes. Um,
0: I am once again going to call this one a a tough cut. I think she's neutral evil. Uh, her motivation start to finish from the very beginning to the very end of the movie. And she does, right, I'll, I'll come back to that. Her motivation start to finish very beginning to the very end of the movie is to get revenge. It's true. She wants revenge on Regina George for spreading a rumor that, uh, Janice had a lesbian crush on her, which is implied to be because Janice is Lebanese and, uh, Regina misheard her. <laughs> um, and, uh, she dropped out of school at the end of eighth grade, uh, and came back like a year later, totally different. Um, and there's, it's implied that she is, like, making friends with Katie just to manipulate her into becoming a plastic so that she can take down Regina George, and what I was going to say earlier is that she does genuinely develop, like, platonic feelings for Katie, and they do become friends, and she does get very hurt when Katie betrays her and, and, you know, does bad things to her. And we talked a little bit about that earlier with the art gallery. And, of course, this being a, a, a you know, teen comedy movie, everyone does kind of get better at the end. But I think over the course of the, the movie, Janice develops, or shows, rather, a very, like, deliberate willingness to not just ignore the status quo, but manipulate and abuse the status quo to her own ends and profit. Uh, and that more so... That disregard, more so than anything, is what makes me, leads me to believe that she is neutral evil, um, because she is not, she is actively rebelling against it, she does, she puts on the goth look, and she, like, actively takes her space out of the rest of the social hierarchy, but she doesn't like make a show of it. She's not doing it for the she's not doing it for the aesthetic or for the rebellion like a like a proper goth would. She's doing it to make a statement. To to participate in the status quo by violating the status quo. It's an art piece made from and 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 crafted of the medium itself it is such like i am within the system and i hate it uh because even she can't escape it uh that that's basically the whole like crux of the movies all you can do is try to survive um do you have any thoughts
1: yeah um i was gonna say chaotic evil but i think the more i think about it neutral evil works and I think the big thing here is... The thing that separates her from chaotic evil is that... If, somehow, Janice was on top of the hierarchy... She would not be trying to dismantle it.
0: Nope, I Because
1: her... Like, she was rejected by this hierarchy. And that's why she rebels against it. Um, and she's not like, you know, Katie or Gretchen where... Well, I guess just Katie or Regina. Who are trying to worm their way into this hierarchy or maintain their position. Um, but instead... She, since she was rejected by it, she's going to destroy it. Like, it's uh, in her own mind. Um, and it's because of that that I think she's neutrally evil. It's not that she has a problem with this hierarchy or with authority or with law. She has a problem with the fact that she's not the one at the top, and she's not gonna change to get to the top. She's just gonna destroy... She's just gonna remake... She wants to just, like, re and change the rules rather than fit within them. And it's not that she's against... Authority, it's that she's mad about not being the one in charge,
0: essentially. She hates that she lost something that she had, or that she perceived that she had.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right,
0: Janicean is.
1: Neutral evil.
0: Yeah. Man, these are some terrible people.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're high schoolers. High schoolers... Uh, high school is deeply traumatic for just about everybody. It's true. Uh, if you didn't recognize it in high school, you're going to recognize it when you're older, you or, know?
0: or high school was the best time of your life, in which case you are sad and we have no desire to talk to you further.
1: I mean, it depends, honestly. <laughs> it really does. It's complicated, But, like, high school is not a good time for people. Like, just because being a teenager is a bad time. Mm
0: -hmm. And being shoved in a small space with a bunch of other teenagers is also not a bad time. Who are also
1: having bad times.
0: Everyone's having a bad time. You know who else is having a bad time? The teachers. Be nice to your teacher students. They're also struggling.
1: They're trying their best for the most part.
0: All right. Let's talk about our last character of the day.
1: Um, We wanted to do kind of a deep cut on this one. So we're talking about Principal Ron Duvall. He is the uh, head of the school. All right. So Principal Duvall,
0: played by Tim Meadows, uh, he is a reasonable authority figure, um, he does his best to be as, I I, I don't want to say commanding, because he's not there to be in charge, he's there to keep the peace, and, uh, at that, he is very good. Uh, when a fist fight breaks out in the hallway, he grabs a baseball bat, uh, (laughs) and just kind of, like shoves people aside and goes this isn't happening today uh which is you know really impressive for an educator uh i speaking as someone who has you know is trained to be an educator you are not supposed to get involved in that sort of thing um there's also the situation with the burn book Uh, which he recognizes that kids are stupid and cruel, uh, but also knows that letting it out and punishing people about it would be way worse than just letting it go and giving them off a warning. Uh, so he's, he's very good at knowing the amount of authority he needs to have at any given moment.
1: Um... My thought is that he is true neutral. I agree! Oh, neat! Because his, like, he's willing to be lenient when it works best for keep, like what you said, he's trying to keep the peace. He's willing to be lenient and he's willing to be harsh depending on, um, what is the best move at the time, and I think that's particularly, like, relevant here in that he doesn't really get involved with stuff until he has to, you know? Like, he would, like, once things got violent, he pulled out the bat. Once he had to, like, punish people, he punished them, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um... Like, he doesn't really get things together until it's, like, he has to in order to stop absolute chaos.
0: Yes, uh, I think that, uh, as an authority figure, his primary concern is just, like, maintain the level of status quo that seems to be keeping an appropriate balance of power within his structure, and that feels very true neutral to me, in the sense that he is not—he's willing to adhere to either law or chaos, and either good or evil, baseball bat included—in uh, order to keep that that status quo. And normally that would be lawful, I think. I, that my first good instinct was Lawful Neutral, but I, I think that out of sort of disregard for the system of structure uh, that the movie sort of presents itself to, obviously because he's an adult and an authority figure. With and greater, a man. And a man as an authority figure with greater power than a bunch of teenage girls have. Um, in fact, there's even a moment during the the Burn Book scene where Gretchen tries to bribe her way out of getting in trouble by invoking the fact that she's extremely wealthy. Uh, And he just kind of shrugs and rolls his eyes because that's not how high school works for in
1: principle. Um, Something that I think is relevant here, and the thing that sort of stops him from being, like, an authority authority in this situation, is that, like, one of the points is that guys don't get this. Mm -hmm. They don't understand, quote-unquote, girl world. It's why Tina Fey's character has to be the one to sort of step in, mitigate, mediate. Yeah. Because she gets it in a way that... um, the men do not,
0: and that's not like a misogyny thing that we're talking about. That's like a both of us have experienced weird shenanigans coming on with gender, and we both recognize that there is sort of a, a social difference in the in the power structures and hierarchies of high school.
1: Yeah, no, it's just it's just the way it is. Like this is not a, a positive or negative statement. It's merely a neutral one. Is that an adult man is not going to understand the way that teenage girls relate to each other? Mm-hmm. Just period.
0: So, uh, principal. For Ron Duvall. True Natural. Alright. Uh, Tim Meadows, if you're listening, please shoot us a, a shout-out. Uh, That'd we love be you.
1: so funny if one of our, like, eight fans was Tim Meadows. We love you so
0: much. Um, <laughs> Alright, so that's uh, the Mean Girls episode for the day. Thank you very much for listening. If you would like to reach out to us, please... Send us an email at Productions at gmail.com That's, I forgot to come up with a funny statement, Productions at gmail.com Um,
1: thank you guys so much Uh, we will talk, we will see you again soon.
0: Real quick, before we go away I want to thank, uh, our wonderful patrons for listening, uh, our wonderful listeners for listening Uh, do you want to tell the listeners who our patrons are? Yes,
1: yes, our patrons are uh, Laura, Sam, Liam and Lena. Uh,
0: also, I would like to send a shout out to um so as as we've discussed uh briefly on this show before i do run a board and card game shop uh and the most amazing thing happened recently a pair of high schoolers from the local like school came in uh and informed me that they had heard this podcast which was the first time i had ever met someone outside of our like personal group of friends that listened to our podcast so Shout out to Gannon and Sloan for listening to this podcast. You are so cool.
1: We've also um, gotten regular emails from another fan of ours by the name of chris uh i am i think we're gonna start doing our like fan response emails on our single character episodes because they tend to be shorter so uh in a couple weeks chris uh i will talk to you about I i will talk about your uh response to our link episode and i just wanted to shout out real fast and let you know that i really appreciate you all right thank you guys so much for listening see you soon